Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 20th of March. India crossed the 200 mark this morning with 30 fresh cases of COVID-19. The Indian Council of Medical Research said that a total of 206 individuals have been confirmed positive. The death toll has reached four with a 70-year-old man who had travelled to Germany dying in Punjab. The other deaths were reported from Delhi, Karnataka and Maharashtra. All four of them were above 60 years of age. The government has meanwhile tightened measures to control the outbreak by banning the landing of all international commercial passenger flights for a week from March 22nd. Several states and union territories have also imposed fresh restrictions on public transport and gatherings. Prime Minister Narendra Modi, in his video address last evening, urged people to take the pandemic seriously and asked everyone to observe a self-imposed curfew on Sunday between 7am and 9pm. Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre announced that all offices in Mumbai and a couple of other cities in Maharashtra will be closed till March 31st. All shops, excluding those which sell essential items, have been shut. The Chief Minister's announcement came as the number of cases totaled 52 in the state. He also asked employers not to stop the salaries of employees. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has said that all malls except grocery, pharmacy and vegetable shops will be closed. Delhi has reported 18 cases of the virus, including one foreign national. Mamta Banerjee has said that her government is creating a state emergency relief fund from those who wish to donate. She said that the state government employees will work in rotation. She also requested the centre to send more medical kits. She also announced that rice distributed via public distribution system at 2 rupees a kilo will be free for the next six months. The government advised citizens above 65 years to stay at home unless they are public representatives or doctors or government employees. Meanwhile, in an incident of utter carelessness, singer Kanika Kapoor, who has now tested positive for the virus, kept her international travel history secret from authorities. On arriving in Lucknow, the singer went on to host a lavish party for her friends and family at a five-star hotel. According to reports, bureaucrats, politicians and socialites attended the party. The singer stayed in a massive apartment in Lucknow. Medical officials are now trying to figure out the method that should be observed to quarantine the entire building where the singer stayed and also subject the guests at the party to tests. Meanwhile, the death toll in Middle East's worst affected country, Iran, has climbed to 1,284. Based on the latest figures, the coronavirus is killing one person every 10 minutes in the country. In India, the centre has informed the Delhi High Court that of the 1,514 Indian nationals tested by the Indian Embassy in Iran, 298 have tested positive for COVID-19. The total death toll worldwide has crossed 10,000 with close to 250,000 confirmed cases. Out of these, more than 80,000 have recovered. California has announced a statewide stay-at-home order for its 40 million people. China, meanwhile, has reported no new domestic cases according to its state-run news agency. Spain has become the fourth country to register more than 1,000 deaths after China, Italy and Iran. Argentina has imposed a nationwide lockdown, while in the UK, where there are 3,000 cases and 144 deaths from the virus, retired medics are being asked to return to work. Dear listeners, in times as testing as these, it is essential for all of us to take maximum precaution. All of us at News Laundry are working from home as much as possible. Social distancing has proven to be an effective step in combating the spread of this ghastly virus. 
To understand how and why it works, do read Meghnad's piece titled Social Distancing Explained for Immunity Freaks and Runaway Human Virus Vehicles. We also have a bunch of other articles on the pandemic. Do check them out to stay more informed. The four convicts charged with the gang rape and torture of Nirbhaya, the 23-year-old paramedic trainee in Delhi, were hanged to death today at 5.30 a.m. Akshay Thakur, Pawan Gupta, Vinay Sharma and Mukesh Singh were hanged at Delhi's Tihar jail where they spent the last few hours in isolation in separate cells. The execution took place after the Supreme Court dismissed the final petition of the convicts. The four of them had filed multiple petitions in order to stall their execution orders over the last few months. The four, along with two others, had committed the crime on 16th of December 2012 in a moving private bus which the girl and her friend had boarded after watching a movie. Her mother, Asha Devi, hailed the execution as a new dawn for the daughters of India. Of the six arrested, Ram Singh was found dead in his jail cell and a minor, who was barely short of 18, was freed after three years in a reform home. Following the horrifying incident, India has changed its laws on crimes against women to guarantee stringent action. Earlier this year, the government had also asked the Supreme Court to make it harder for convicts in such brutal crimes to use legal loopholes to stall their sentence. Congress's Kamal Nath resigned as the Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister today without a floor test of his government. This came after 22 MLAs resigned from the party and followed the steps of Jyotiraditya Sindhya and joined BJP. Following his resignation, he said, and I quote, Everyone saw how crores of rupees were spent, how a democratically elected government was brought down by the BJP who lured a power-hungry, ambitious Maharaj rejected by voters and 22 greedy MLAs influenced by him. He accused the BJP of plotting against his government from the day he took oath in December 2018. Sindhya had lost the race for chief ministership of the state to Kamal Nath. Reacting to the development, Sindhya tweeted that it was the victory of the people of Madhya Pradesh and that the Congress government had strayed from its path of public welfare. The Congress had tried to buy time, but the Supreme Court, petitioned by the opposition BJP, ruled that the state of uncertainty should be effectively resolved by a floor test to be held at 5pm today. The BJP's Shivraj Singh Chauhan, a three-time chief minister, is likely to return to power. The Delhi High Court today rejected comedian Kunal Kamra's petition challenging the flying ban on him by multiple domestic airlines. Disapproving his conduct, the court said, this kind of behaviour certainly cannot be permitted. The comedian had been banned by five airlines after he heckled Arnab Goswami, the editor of a prominent far-right TV channel, Republic TV, on an Indigo flight in January. The ban followed a directive by the Aviation Ministry that drew much criticism. Kunal Kamra is known to be a sharp critic of the Modi government and its allied media. He was banned by Indigo, Air India, SpiceJet, GoAir and most recently Vistara after he posted a video of his encounter with Goswami. In the video, he was seen asking provocative questions to the TV news anchor. Reacting to the incident, Union Minister Hardeep Singh Puri had tweeted calling it offensive behaviour designed to provoke and create disturbance inside an aircraft. He said it was absolutely unacceptable and endangered the safety of air travellers. The ban is currently being investigated by the Directorate General of Civil Aviation or DGCA to see whether the companies violated rules. The ban drew criticism from social media users who recalled how reporters working for Goswami have frequently heckled opposition leaders in public places and on flights. 
Many also pointed out that BJP MP Pragya Thakur, who is facing charges in an ongoing terror case, was let off without any action after she held up a flight last year. She argued with crew and passengers after refusing to vacate a seat next to the emergency exit. The pilot of the Indigo flight on which Kamra was travelling had written a sharp letter criticising the ban as well. He said that he had not been consulted in the matter. Kamra has sent a legal notice to Indigo demanding a public apology and 25 lakh rupees for causing mental pain and agony and revocation of the six-month ban. In other news, the European Union has asked video streaming services to limit high-definition services and shift to providing standard streaming quality. This is after people in the EU were advised to stay at home amid the coronavirus outbreak, leading to a spike in internet consumption. In response, Netflix has reduced its streaming rates by 25% across Europe. The government had also advised users to consume internet data judiciously and responsibly. YouTube hasn't responded yet, but is under pressure to implement the same. As it turns out, companies like Facebook are also struggling with the surge in traffic. According to reports, the company's CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, told reporters that it was experiencing surges in certain services, including a doubling in the use of calls over its WhatsApp and Messenger apps. The Spanish telecom industry has asked its users to ration its internet usage as well by downloading and streaming during off-peak hours of the day. It has also asked customers to use landline phones for voice calls to reduce the traffic on mobile networks, which have seen a 50% rise in mobile traffic. A study by the internet speed test company Ookla shows that mobile networks in China and Italy have been struggling. In the US, the Federal Communications Commission has allowed local mobile network operators like Verizon, T-Mobile and US Cellular to temporarily use an additional spectrum to meet the growing broadband demand. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. While the pandemic has taken over our news cycle for understandable reasons, our reporters Basant and Ayush have been following the aftermath of the Delhi riots. Did you know, with the exception of Ankit Sharma, all those who were killed and dumped in the drain during the Delhi riots were Muslims? They either drove rickshaws, worked in factories and did odd daily wage jobs. Their report will be out tomorrow and you must read it. But before you curse me for not telling you, this report is behind the paywall. We have a bunch of other ground reports on the Delhi riots too that are free for everyone to read. This one, however, took an extra amount of time and effort. And as you all know, News Laundry is a 100% ad-free news platform. To bring you the complete picture of every story, we do not depend on advertisers or sponsors and that's because we believe that news needs to be kept independent. Why, you ask? Because when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. But when the public pays, the public is served. So subscribe to us and empower us to bring you more of such comprehensive ground reports about issues that matter. Go to www.newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button. We are counting on you. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. And don't forget to wash your hands. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.